In today's episode, we will be talking about savings. Why is it that you don't have savings or enough savings? And why is it that regardless of the amount of effort and genuine effort you put into it and planning and and trying so forth, yet you're unable to save or unable to save the amount you want to? Let's find out what saving actually means and why is it that you have difficulty saving? Let's find out. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame and to blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. In this podcast, we will talk about mindset strategies and energy tools that will help you to understand and change your relationship with money, whether you're in a job, profession or working on your passion. Change your relationship with money to change your life. I'm your host, Gul Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. It's Gul Khan here again. And today we are talking about savings. Why is it that you don't have enough savings? How can you get more savings? What does saving actually mean? And what kind of plan can you have in motion energetically to be able to have more savings, allow money to come and stay with you? So we'll be covering all of this. And this also ties in back with the episode I did a while ago on the three steps to cash flow mastery. That is a, that's a methodology that I highly recommend that you implement also in order for you to be able to have and keep money. And this today's episode will actually explain to you why it is that you actually have difficulty savings. And people generally tend to have savings in for a rainy day and guess what, rainy day appears or save for particular things, but they don't actually have genuine savings that they can you know, fall back on. And I'm also going to talk about today why saving, the energy of saving, money in the form of saving is so important. I don't treat money as just one type of energy. Money has different energies depending on the type of money it is. So money has different energy in, in savings. It has a different energy when it, in terms of debt. It has a different energy when it comes to the kind of income, your, your regular income. It has different energy for potential income and it actually has different energy. But if you, and there's another topic I'm going to talk about is toxic money in one of the later episodes. But today we're talking about savings. So what does saving really mean? Well, a lot of people I find have plenty of income, yet are still living paycheck to paycheck. They're one paycheck away from a disaster, to be honest. And they don't understand why is it that even though their income goes up, so do their expenses, therefore they're unable to save. Or maybe they have been very good at and they've put some money aside in the case of an emergency. Guess what? The emergency appears. So regardless of the, the conscious effort they've created and they've actually literally hard work and then sometimes, you know, blood and sweat into it, to actually have a pot of savings, yet something comes, and it's a genuine thing, you know, a disaster happens, a boiler breaks down or car breaks down or something else happens and they have to dip into the the, the, the pot of savings. So in general, regardless of the effort, genuine effort they've made, they've, you know, they, they'll have savings. And I had to, I once had someone in one of my, a millionaire mindset makeover challenges he this guy came up and uh, he was saying well you just need to have a plan and you have to follow the plan and so forth and I and I felt like telling him and I did tell him in so many words that it's all well and good to have all these good intentions and to you know to have these plans in place but to follow through on those plans is another story and it's a, it's a, a lot of the times it's difficult not because you're not putting genuine effort into it but you're unable to follow through with the plan because something else comes up or a genuine emergency has come up because I promise you if your energy is not going to allow you to have savings and you'll understand why today then you will regardless of the effort you put into you will not be able to have savings so what do let's talk about what the saving issue means let's get very clear on that money in the form of saving is just a buffer 
Okay, it provides a buffer against emergencies and increases security. Okay, that's all money in the form of saving does. It does. It doesn't have any other role. It just provides security. It makes you feel safe and secure that you know. God forbid you lose a job or business goes down or something else happens. You have all this pot of money which is yours, which will help you to you know to have a buffer zone in between your know, transitions between jobs or businesses or if you have to. For example, this Corona thing happened. You know, people were able to have some sort of buffers on and something like that okay that's what that's what really your saving means and what say money in the form of saving does it just makes you feel safe and secure and calm about your finances that's it and in the story you know you may think oh well that's a bit of simplistic view but it's not it's actually the only role that money plays in the form of savings it makes you feel safe secure and calm about your finances very very important because if you get agitated, if you get worried and stressed about your finances, money, and so forth, guess what you're doing? You're lower. You get you're in the energy of stress. You're releasing cortisol anyway, and thereby you're lowering your vibration, and you get you get more stressed, more worried, and think about all the disastrous things that could happen because you don't have money. And guess what? Because you're putting that energy out, and we've discussed this a number of times now. Because you're putting the energy out, your from your you know, if you imagine yourself as a satellite, that's a signal. That's your dominant signal that you're sending out to the universe about stress, about worry, about all the disasters that can happen to you. And guess what? That's why you spiral downwards, okay? So this may sound like a simplistic view, but as I say, all my tools and, and my strategies are there to be, be as simple as possible, but they have a profound impact. Now, if you understand this concept, why you need savings, you don't need savings for a rainy day because if you honor a promise, you, if you save for a rainy day, the rainy day will have to appear. Logically, there's no way around it, right? Because you're manifesting it. You're constantly thinking about it. I'm saving you for a rainy day. Well, the rainy day has to come along and take the money, right? So that's why in my three steps to cash flow mastery, one of the first accounts that we talk about is me account. It's not a savings account per se in the sense that, you know, you're saving for emergency. You're just setting money aside for yourself. But in genuinely, because that's a low, you, you, you can't invest in high risk investments for that. You can put into a, um, a bond or a, in the UK, we have these ISAs and something like that. Because of that, you're, you know, you're, you're not risking your capital. And therefore, you're able to have savings without the name tag emergencies or rainy day fund. See what I mean? It's so powerful. And so anyway, if you haven't heard that, that episode, please do go back and listen to one of the, the early episodes on three steps to cash flow mastery or, or cash flow mastery is something like that, something along those lines. So coming back to savings, if that's what save, if saving just provides you security, then what does lack of savings do? Well, the opposite, right? If you don't have savings, you it causes anxiety. It causes a sense of loss and it actually causes profound sadness. Now, a lot of people, and I, we can do this experiment in a bit, people, when they think about their savings, they have their heart sinks like, oh gosh, really? Seriously? And they look back on the years that they've been in, in employment or running the business, you know, 5, 10, 15, 20, 30, and they look at the, the their savings pot and it's just so small in comparison, if at all. A lot of people don't even have a savings pot, but even if you do, it's so small in comparison. It's, it's almost like a joke. What have I done with my money? What has happened to my money? You know, where has my money gone all these years? It's a sense of loss. And what we find is, what we, what I found generally is that usually it brings up memories or is somehow connected to great loss in you or your parents' lives. And this is quite important to note. We talked about your earliest memory period and mum and, uh, and we've talked about, um, you know, with your dad as well. And this is really, this is why we do this early on. If you have a sense of loss from your parents, you will actually feel that for yourself because you have the imprint on you. 
it's not necessarily just the subconscious programming that's done for you between the ages of zero to seven. It's also the energetic imprint that your parents leave on you, your parents or your primary caregivers leave on you when you are between the ages of zero to seven. Remember, energetically, you're picking up everything as well. You're like a sponge and and, and subconsciously, you're, you're picking up all the programming from them as well. So if you have little or no savings, this could be because, um, you know, you've lost something or someone special. Um, or you, there was a time when you felt a loss of freedom and it will actually trigger emotions for you. You feel like you've lost yourself. So for example, you've, you could be that you, you know, you went into depression. Um, this could even happen after postnatal, you know, postnatal, after having children, you lost someone, you know, someone very close to you. It could be, I remember talking to this one client once, so quite a while ago, and she spoke to me, I think this is way back when I, in my pro bono days, because I did quite a lot of work pro bono before I actually entered the marketplace and, and, did, and did, um, started charging for my, for my services. I did a lot of pro bono work back in 2015. So I remember thinking, I remember talking to this one, one person way back in 2015, and she told me quite explicitly, I mean, quite categorically, that she was able to save and had no issues with money, especially in the form of savings, until she lost her mom. And she was so connected with her mom because her mom had brought her up uh, single-handedly, which was a single mother, and I could relate to that. When she lost her mother, she lost her ability to save and handle money. And because there was such a profound sense of loss that she was unable to allow herself to have savings after that. Keep this in mind, the lack of savings can trigger the same feelings of loss abandonment or being totally un- unsupported by universal d- d- devices energy etc okay it triggers when you don't have savings it triggers the same sort of lot of feelings of loss and when you start working on releasing these emotions you will have to process through great grief and sadness from these past events and you, you may not even think they relate to your finances but this is a concept that was brought to me uh you know by one of, one of my earlier mentors which i I don't want to use her name because she is an amazing, amazing, amazing lady. I understood this concept myself, but she brought it home to me really, really clearly why I couldn't actually save. And this is the reason why. For me, it was the same thing that it was after this, after I lost my mother, I, prior to that, I was okay. I wasn't too bad at saving because my mother was pretty good at saving. But once she passed away, the sense of loss, the grief I had to deal with that actually meant that I was unable to allow myself to have a sense of security. And therefore, my mother was my sense of security because my mother brought me up herself uh, by herself as a single parent. And I didn't know my father very well. Um, you know, we, I wasn't in contact with him. So I had that sense of loss. And that meant that after she passed away, so up until the age of 21, 21, 22, I was able to save without problem. But once she passed away, I had difficulty saving. And so I knew this firsthand, but I didn't know why until this mentor of mine put it together for me and said, okay, this is what's going on. Because a lot of the times people come to me and yes, we work on money, but when we start working together and I don't deal with superficial stuff, anybody who's worked with me will tell you this, that I go in deep. I, I find out what's the reason why you're behaving in this way and why is that you're unable to say, why are you, why are you stuck in debt or why are you stuck in that particular mode of cycle? Why is not able to have money? We have to go in deep and we have to explore deeper emotions. And this is why I find that my clients get such amazing results because we don't deal with just normal affirmation stuff. Yes, the affirmations and vision boards all have a role to play and absolutely they're brilliant tools which I use. But first, if you're not dealing with the deep core emotions, the emotional reasons why you don't have savings, why you do have debt, why you do not allow yourself to have a, a go above a certain income, then you're going to literally you're chasing your tail. 
Okay, you're not, you're just using empty words. They're not going to have a profound effect on you. Whereas if you can go and work out the deeper emotional reason why you're not saving, why you're putting yourself back, why you're not allowing yourself to have the sense of security, then once you've dealt with those emotions, yes, that, that's hard work. It's not easy. Absolutely, it's hard work. That's why I, you know, when I do pick my, I actually pick my clients very, very carefully from a mastermind. This is the reason why. And if you want to work with me one-to-one, it's even more difficult because I'm very picky with the kind of people I work with on, on one-to-one level because I I want people who are ready to work in, you know, at a deep core level and they want to, you know, they want to go in, into the emotions and they're not, they're not afraid of facing the deepest, darkest demons. Okay. You have to work with those and process through these emotions. Now, once you have processed it, you find your finances are, you know, are literally, you know, they, they change pretty much overnight. So sometimes it feels like sometimes like overnight. It hasn't been overnight. It's been over a period of weeks or months, but it feels like overnight because you've had this breakthrough. And people are able to create the kind of uh, financial security for themselves that they were wishing and hoping for for the past 30, 40, 50 years. Now, when it comes to this, this is why I'm very keen on exploring emotions to see what is what's the reason why you're not able to have the savings. So now let's do a little experiment here right now. So let's I want you to if you are writing, if you're listening to this in a car, you can do you can go home and do this and uh, you know when you when you get the opportunity to, or you can make a mental note right now. Um ideally it would be best if you get a pen and paper and write this down. And uh, so you know, write this down. So I want you to look at, you know, look at your savings, think about how much you have in savings, liquid savings. Now, savings is not gold. Saving, well, actually, gold is, you know, in Asians and, and for, for example, my culture, the South Indian culture, and that's Indian, Pakistani, Bangladesh, and so forth, we tend to have saving in the form of gold. Okay, so that could be okay. Generally, people are pretty good with that. But I actually, I'm talking about liquid, liquid savings, okay, which means in your bank accounts, your, your gold can be stolen. And so that's why I'm a bit reluctant to use it because a lot of people do get gold stolen. They think they have savings and then, then the gold gets stolen and then realize they have nothing left. So I let's focus on just the liquid savings that you have in your bank account. Just think about it. Is it 2,000, 5,000, 10,000? What is it? How much money do you have in your savings account, right? Now, I want you to write this down, okay? Write it down first. And then I want you to look at it and think, what are the two main things that come up when you look at the number? What comes up? How does it make you feel? How does it make you feel? Does thinking about the number remind you of something that happened in the past that involved great loss, disappointment, or feeling of losing safety or security? Does any past memory flash into your head? And then what do you say about yourself? So when you look at the number, if it's 5,000, 10,000, 20,000, and you've been working for the past 5, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years, how does it make you feel? So what do you say about this number? This makes me feel like I am. This makes me feel like I am secure. Failure, lost, this makes me feel like I am, or this makes me feel. In just this last two minutes, we've been able to actually ascertain what it is that you feel when you look at your savings. And maybe, maybe you even have a, a, a past memory or image flash in front of your mind, which gives you an indication of what, you know, of why your savings are where they are. Remember, this memory could be completely um, not connected to your finances. You may think, What's, what has this memory got to do with me? What's, what is the memory of my father leaving me when at the age of four or five and passing away at the age of four or five have to do with my savings right now? That has a profound impact on your savings today. You may be married with kids and, you know, whatever else right now, but the, the sense of loss that you experienced as a five-year-old losing your father or mother um, is, is been so deep ingrained into your psyche, in your energy field, that you are no longer allowing yourself to have the sense of security. Therefore, 
you do not allow yourself to have savings. So if you're not going to allow yourself to have savings, remember, this is all subconscious. If your subconscious mind is not going to allow you to have a sense of security, not going to allow yourself to have this security this way, it will not allow you to have the security through finances. It will not allow you to experience a sense of security through savings. Therefore, you will struggle to actually save. The first thing you have to do is eliminate not just this memory, but all of the memories which create this kind of sense of loss or sense of loss of security feeling or abandonment feeling first. And when you have cleared all these deep, dark emotions, you will find that you can save without a problem, without a hassle. And you can put a plan in motion and implement it without, with ease and grace, without much difficulty. But this is so important for to, for us to focus on your emotions first, which makes you think, okay, so why, you know, instead of, instead of doubting yourself, instead of kicking yourself thinking, I must be X, Y, and Z, you know, I must be a fool. I must be a fool that I haven't been able to save. I mean, I've been working for the last 5, 10, 15, 20 years, and yet I have ready to show for it. Stop being so hard on yourself, okay? These are deep, dark emotions which you are unaware of that you have to deal with at first, deal with first, before you can create the financial security that you're craving and have been yearning for for the past few years, okay? The older we get, the more we yearn for some sort of security, especially when you feel like we have loved ones around. For example, for me, I want to make sure I have enough money that God forbid something happens to me, my children are taken care of. My primary concern is my kids' uh, education. They're both, you know, they're both of them. For, for one thing, not only just their private education while they're in school, but even the university education. I and mean, they want to study further and you know, so forth. I don't want them to have issues with money. That's my first primary concern. Yes, I want them to be able to have be financially solvent themselves, but that's my concern. So this is the thing for you guys as well. I understand that. If you're a parent, I understand. As a man, as a woman, you know you what you the kind of security you want to provide for your children and for your loved ones. So I hope you found today's episode interesting. It's one of the really, really I guess <laughs> any topic about money is close to my heart. But this especially is quite important because I find a lot of people, very capable, intelligent people. And remember, most of my clients are usually professional from professional backgrounds. And I do work with entrepreneurs, but a lot of the entrepreneurs I work with, they have a similar background to me. They're coming from professional backgrounds, either architects, lawyers, doctors, etc., or nurses for, for that matter. And they're changing professions. They're actually going into different professions. And in the process, they have all these emotional blockages, which stops them from actually having the financial solvency or financial security that they crave so much. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you have, please do leave us a, a review. We do read all of them. Uh, please write, give us a five-star rating on iTunes and give us a review or review us in, on Podbean or anywhere else. If you listen to this on Stitcher or Spotify, if you can leave us a review there, we'd really appreciate it. And remember, if you do leave us a review, then you, what you can do is to take a screenshot of the review and, and send it to moneymindsetpodcast at gmail.com. That's moneymindset, moneymindsetpodcast at gmail.com and we will get to you our famous and very popular millionaire in mirror meditation um, ASAP okay so I look forward to hearing from you I look forward to reading your reviews and until the next time we meet this is Girl Khan signing off take care and bye for now if you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website, www.gulkhan.com. That's G-U-L-L-K-H-A-N.com. And if you want to take part in our free five-day millionaire mindset makeover challenge, where I deep dive into energy tools for abundance, then please go to www.millionairemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in our free five-day challenge. Until the next time we meet, this is Gokhan 
Bye for now.